This Brooklyn Paper Radio clip is brought to you. Whoa, by... whoa, hold on a second, Vince. If you want to advertise on this clip, you've got to call Ralph D'Onofrio of Brooklyn Paper Radio at 718-260-2510. Yeah, go in there, do what you gotta do. You know what that sound means. It's time for Brooklyn Paper Radio Live from downtown Brooklyn. The Brooklyn Paper Building. It's Gersh Kunzman of the New York Daily News along with my cohort and pal, Vince DiMasselli, editor of these Brooklyn Papers. And I got to say, Vince, you're still a handsome man. I haven't seen you in a couple of weeks. How you been? How you been? Did you clear your head? I heard you had to clear your head. So a lot of people are saying, where's Gersh Kunzman? What's he been doing? I needed to clear my head. I went skiing in Tahoe. Had a great time. Did you, go to, did you go to a psychologist or a psychiatrist? I went to neither. I cleared my head in the old-fashioned way. We'll talk about how you get out in the fresh air and you mm-hmm. breathe the clean mountain air of California. I was on the California side. I was going to say, but it could go either way, right? It could go either way. Is and Nevada? So Nevada? I went. I flew into Nevada, uh-huh. threw away a couple of bucks in a casino, and then hightailed it to Reno and had a great time. And if you can hear the sound of my voice, the Ritz-Carlton... Always treats you well. So you don't know how, you don't know how to win when you go to, to a casino. You, no, don't, you don't know how to. We're do We're going to talk about that, and I know you want to get to the whole Panama Papers thing. No, 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 no. The crisis in the China. Sea. I know. We're going to get to it. We're going to be a big show. It's we're our annual baseball show. Oh, we got a sound effect there, Jimmy. Jimmy. Johnny. Johnny. There you go. There you go. It's our annual baseball show. But first, it's opening day. Well, opening day was rained out oh. up uh, up at Yankee Stadium. The Mets lost yesterday. We're going to talk all about that. But yep. first. I got to always start the show the same way, always. Vince, you're a handsome man. What would you do this weekend? How big, were you? Big weekend. First started off on Saturday. Well, that's when it usually does. I headed up to uh, the Columbia School of Journalism, journalism oh. school, wow. graduate school, and there was a job fair, oh. and I met with all the young go-getters. You know, you have a job, by the way. You have no, a job. I was meeting with the young go-getters that want to come and work for me at the Brooklyn Paper, and you, these kids were excited. Yeah. Very excited. I wasn't excited by a job fair on a Saturday. That is, I, that's why I didn't go. Everyone was there, and it was lots of free swag. I got some ESPN mints. Nice. What, what swag got, did you bring? Uh, nothing. I nothing. Brought, I brought papers. Brooklyn I brought paper. paper. I brought that's myself. A free paper, everybody. It's, you know what? That's it's like paper. going to my. It's like going to my mother's house on Sunday. You know what I brought? I brought myself. You brought your gravy. Is what that's you sorry. brought? No, no, no. I, that's what got, happens at your got, mother's house. No, she's got the gravy. All right. So, how, did you hire anybody? No, but I found out the one question I asked them is, "Say, you go to J school." Yeah. You got all these bills to pay. What is it? What is your like? How much money do you think you're going to make? What are you looking forward to for your first job out of school? How much? How much you think you can you can take in? What do you think their answer was? Well, they're, they're, I didn't get in this business for the money. Of course, that's exactly that's, they, they always all say that. said that. I didn't get in for the money, and I just want to make enough money to pay my rent. Yeah. And then what's the first question they ask you when you say, "Oh, well, you got the job." I called you. Remember, we called Dan McLeod. Hey, Dan McLeod, you got the job. What was the first question he asked? The first question Dan McLeod asked us? How much are you paying me, well, and can I, you pay me more? When do I start? <laughs> no, Dan, Dan anyway, Dan McLeod, if you're out there, Brooklyn Paper Reporter Emeritus. Oh, excellent. give us a call. He did, in fact. Yeah, if you want to call us, the number is 718-260-4502. It's our baseball edition, our annual baseball edition. Big we got, show. We're going to be joined by Union Square Events top honcho John Karangis, who's going to talk about all the offerings at City Field this year. Uh, yeah, it's very exciting stuff. There was a big thing out in City Field last week. I went to it. We can talk about that, all right, too. Well, but but I, you mentioned your weekend. I just want you to know. Wait, I had, I'm not done. Oh. On Sunday. <laughs> you don't even know about Sunday. I was going to tell you about my No, mold. I got to get I got to get ready because yeah. you know what happens this week. Oh, Easter. No, the Common Core. The big uh, test. The big, big test. test. My, Are my you son. opting out? We will not opt out. So you're not opting no, out? No, I am not going to opt out. My kid is going to take the test. I'm damn putting it. him in a room. They're going to tie him down, and he's going to finish it. Damn it. That's he's going to take that damn test. That's right. I'm not afraid of it, well, and, and neither is he. <laughs> well, the te- sounds like the teacher should be afraid of it, because it sounds like your son's not going to do very well. Well, you know how it is with that common core. All right. Well, anyway, I want to tell you, over the weekend, I had a mole removed. 
So it's Wait. Jimmy. It's being tested right now for cancer. Well, there you I go. don't just. I don't just. Johnny, I don't just throw that out there. My mole is being tested for cancer. Do we have mole for? <laughs> I don't know what that was. <laughs> That's hot. And I got to tell you, over the weekend, remember it was rainy on Saturday and frigid cold on Sunday. Anybody it's in crazy. Brooklyn? Yeah. Opening weekend of the ASO Soccer at Prospect Park. Rainy Saturday, played for two hours. Frigid cold Sunday, played for two hours. Wait, I got to say, my boy's a champ. If you can hear the sound of my voice, Ben Kuntzman. Oh, Ben's playing. A real champ. That's real good. champ. Anyways, so that was, thank you. That was my weekend. All right. Is he nine or eight? How old is He's he? eight. eight. We got to start the baseball show. So we do. Vinny, you started because this is your friend. No, a lot this of is your friend. A lot of people say to me, "Look, you're doing a baseball show. You're the Brooklyn Paper Radio. Why are you doing a baseball show? What does Brooklyn have to do with baseball? I mean, besides the Cyclones, besides and, the Cyclones, and also the basically the founding place of baseball." Well, my point is that there's lots of Met fans in Brooklyn. There's no doubt about that, and the reason being because every Met fan that's alive today used to be a Dodger fan. Who's the best Met fan you know? Oh, the best Met fan? Oh, that'd be my brother. No, 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 no. I'm the best Met fan. I have been a Met fan through everything. Like Doug Flynn. Remember Doug Flynn? I remember Doug Flynn. All right, John, you remember Doug Flynn? Of course. Yeah, okay. Well, there's John Karangas. So there he is. He's here. I remember Doug Sisk blowing games. So oh, don't Doug, tell me. They called don't him Doug me. Risk. No, thank you. So did. bring in your friend. Oh, so with us today, at this event last week at City Field, where they had all the food that's going to be available this year at City Field. I did a big story about it in this week's Times Ledger newspapers in Queens. You wrote that story. I did write that story. Wow. I went out there, put it, took some photos. If you go to, oh, look at that. If you Jimmy, go to, you gotta turn. We've said, Jimmy, silence your cell phone when you come in. I don't care if you're on Tinder. I don't care if you're on Match.com. Silence that phone. There you go. We got slipping, Jimmy. We got to do that. Take a look at that, by the way, as I as I hand that over to my producers. It's a note I just received from one of our many listeners out there, and uh, it's going to make they're going to have to make an adjustment. Yeah, but we'll get back we'll to it. Fact of the matter is, we go out to City Field. All the food is there. In the old days, Gersh, you went to the ballpark. You had a hot dog and a beer. Those days well, are no, gone. No, no, no. Buy me some peanuts and Cracker Jack. Buy me some peanuts and Cracker well, Jack. peanuts, Cracker Jacks, hot dog, and a beer. And around the seventh inning, you have some ice cream. I didn't always root, root, root for the home team because sometimes I go to a Yankee game. Okay. I can't root for that team. I always root for right, Keep you know, going. The fact of the matter is, nowadays, you go out to the ballpark, and it's like it's just gourmet central. And a big part of that is my good friend John Carangis, well, who bring is him here. In, bring him in. He's here. He's from Union Square Events. John, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me. Wait, hold on a second, John. Union Square Events, that sounds like the same outfit that's running the Shake Shack and the barbecue joint Blue Smoke. I and love that, that even place. that Spanish place, El Verano, which, as you know, means summer. And now you got that the new thing last year, Box Freet. So that's the whole, you, you run a whole outfit out there. Correct. So what's new this year that I should care about? Well, what's new this year, aside from offerings on all the places that you mentioned, is a new concept that we're introducing Ooh. called Papa Rosso. Papa Rosso? What is that? Is that a Bernie Sanders reference? Papa, because <laughs> he's a socialist, you see. Papa Rosso. <laughs> no? Not at all. Um, Papa Rosso is actually... all week, everybody. <laughs> what is Papa Rosso? Try the pizza. It's a, it's a new pizza concept that we're uh, really, really excited about um, debuting at the Met Home Opener this Friday. Oh, Friday. So who's going in the home opener, first of all? Uh, well, I think it's the Grom. No? I don't no, know. it's five days from Sunday. So what's five days from Sunday? Friday. Yeah, I know. So who do you got? It's Friday's only. <laughs> I don't opener. know. It's, it's the Black Knight. Harvey. No, the Dark, dark Knight. Dark All right. So anyway, Papa Rosso, just so, uh, Jimmy, I don't know if you can show this. It's a radio show. I happen to have one of their pizzas here. Papa Rosso's logo is a tomato with these two bulging arms coming out of it. Can you see this? So wait, how do you know this, Gary? Those is this, are we are we doing a tasting? They, those look a lot like your forearms, Vince. You're a handsome <laughs> man. Those are anyway. We are doing a tasting. First time ever on radio. Uh, John, talk us through this. I got the pepperoni in front of me. 
Okay. Talk us, talk us through it. Fantastic. So and I, got, uh, I got a beer here. I'm going to pop it right open. Yeah, here. Open that beer. That's a Schaefer, because Schaefer is the one beer to have when you're having more than one, it and is. I intend to have more than two. Go. go for it. Talk us through the pepperoni. So, so Paparosa essentially is uh, gave us an opportunity oh. to offer yeah. uh, pizza yeah. to New Yorkers who are going to a Met game. And uh, the goal that I had in mind in creating it was to make okay. sure that we take the best of what Neapolitan pizza is, mm-hmm. the, the, in fact, the pizza from Naples, and the best of New York-style pizza, and, and basically putting them together, nice. knowing that they're stylistically can be a little different. Um, and we love the, the chew and, and the fermented dough mm-hmm. of true Neapolitan pizza and how it's cooked in a hot, hot oven, mm. allowing it to char. And then we nice. also love the, the crispness and the sort of uh, uh, nostalgic New York-style pizza um, which if we were to take recipes and sort of combine them and, and the technique and combine them and execute them in a way that made sense, we felt we can uh, achieve our goal. So the pepperoni pizza mm-hmm. uh, essentially is this dough that we've created. It's a four-day, three-day uh, fermentation process. What, what does that mean, fermentation? Yeah. Right? So, What's happening to the dough? So basically what happens when you mix yeast and mortar and salt and flour together, um, you're creating something that's that's alive and that's living and breathing. Wow. Um, is, this like and cannibal- the, I, is this cannibalism? Yeah. Eating meat right now, besides so, the pepperoni, of course. So as long as you uh, take that time to allow that flavor to develop in the refrigerator or not in the refrigerator, um, that that flavor develops and becomes a lot more interesting. Um, it it sort of uh, cooks in a way once you have a certain oven um, that it gives it this interesting char, um, chew, and crunch all together. So the pepperoni pizza. I'm getting that crunch right now, by the way. Yeah. So uh, so the pepperoni pizza is simply um, some really good pepperoni that um, that we fell in love with after trying many many oh, different Vinny's, types. Vinny's going for seconds. I'm, I'm having a second. I'm going to give Jimmy and Johnny, our producers, the rest of that pie. They can let us know. It's a very good pie. It's a very so good pie. So wait a second. So this isn't the pepperoni pizza that you would, this isn't the pepperoni that you'd get, say, at, I don't know, well, it used to be Nick and Joe's. Now it's My Little Pizza on Court Street. Well, we tried to focus on um, really uh, putting together a pie that was made of, of a few ingredients at uh, the very optimum freshness and quality. Right. But here's, here's the problem, John. I hear mm-hmm. freshness. I hear quality. I hear fermentation. What I also see is long lines. Now, what's going to happen? Am I going to get a fresh pie at Papa Rosa that's going to be worth waiting for? Yeah, or am I getting just a warmed up slice? No, this is in the ballpark. No, gonna we're going to be making the pizza to order. There you go. Um, there so, you they're go. Gonna, so the dough actually is going to get rolled out on site, meaning at the stand. We're also making the dough at the stand and everything is being assembled uh, just prior to you um, ordering the pie. So I show up, I order the pie, and you make it. And we're making it to order. So here, let's now talk me through this next pizza because I have another one. Same logo with Vince's forearms coming out of a tomato. I got this thing. It's kind of brown. It looks like fungi. What, what am I looking at here? Yeah, that is, in fact, fungi. So that's our mushroom and cheese pizza. Well, I'm getting, no sauce on this one. Is there a bechamel? What is on this So dish? Well, that's the great question. Uh, I asked a tough question. Know your food. So, um, oh, so the bechamel that what appears to be bechamel is actually uh, some, some homemade ricotta cheese mm. that we oh. seasoned with some roast garlic and olive oil, salt, pepper. That's a standout. And then we pipe that on the pie. Um, in addition to that cheese, there's some um, fontina cheese that's shredded wow. and laid on top of that. There's a party in my mouth, 
and it's like the 1986 Mets are in my mouth right now. That's how good this is. <laughs> and then there's pecorino romano cheese. There's two types of mushrooms on the pie. One of is a hen of the woods mushroom oh. and a cremini mushroom that's cooked in some garlic and some shallot. Um, and there's an addition of some fresh rosemary. Yeah, I see the rosemary. simply gets placed on top of the, um, the pizza dough once it's rolled out, Jimmy, and it all gets baked Jimmy, together. Jimmy, can you show that rosemary? Show, show, show us. The you got to show the, the listeners this. All right, but hold on. John, that's a fantastic pizza. And Hand of the Woods, uh, as you know, a member of the food co-op, I'm very familiar with Hand of the Woods. But here's the question, the toughest question. Go. How much is this pie going to cost me? This is like a $40 pie. Uh, no, it, that pie is $12.50. $12. i got to say something. That is the best bang for the bucket of stadium because there's six slices. I don't know if you can describe it. Johnny, how many inches would you say? I'd say the diameter of that pizza is, is seven inches. Am I right? No, it's a, it's actually a 10-inch pie. There's no way that, because I know what 10 inches is. There's no <laughs> way that's 10 inches. <laughs> All right, it's 10 inches. There Thank you go. You. Thank you, Johnny. All right, it's a 10-inch pie for, what did you say, $14? Uh, well, the margarita pizza is uh, $10.50, and the pepperoni and the mushroom pizza are Twelve dollars and fifty cents. No, you're giving that away. Yeah, they're giving it away at Shea, at, at Shea Stadium, yeah, or, or City Field. As so well. I would say, John, in all seriousness, this might be the best bang for the buck at the stadium. Yeah, well, we were very, very much um, concerned about what what that would charge and how that would be one. perceived. But we also like to say that that each of those individual pies can feed one and a half. Well, on I would say one, one Gersh Kunstman. I think it could feed two people because we're going right through this. It's, it's not really. It's a big yeah, pie. Yeah, but this is a snack. I mean, this I haven't worked all day. Coming out on the seven train, I'm hungry. Dude, I'm gonna go home for dinner. I'm gonna be like, I'm stuffed. Hold That's on, it's gonna happen. The twelve fifty. Give me an idea, just so we can put that in perspective, because you guys, as I said, run the Shake Shack. What's a Shack burger cost at City Field? Oh, uh, I should know that question, but it's about $6.50. That's a pretty oh, good price yeah. also. Yeah. Uh, and then what's like um, like a box frite? So you get these box frite, it's like French fries. How much Let's that talk cost? about that. That's about, about $5. So that's not a great value, if you ask me, because it's just a potato, John. I mean, how much is a potato? Johnny, how much does a potato cost? Well, it's a... Cents. No, 30 cents. One potato. Our prices have never been lower! Comes with sauces as well. No, uh, well, but you're giving on. us a pizza, a 10-inch pizza, and Vinny just measured it, and I know it's 10 inches. I, I have a method for measuring for that for 12.50, and it's a great, it's a great pizza. So that's fantastic. <laughs> but now I got to ask the tough question. No, we're going back to the tough questions. John, last year you had a product in one of your one of your establishments. The New York Post called it the best thing at the stadium. It was a fried ball of mac and cheese. No, it was it was it was mac and cheese sticks, I believe. No, it was it fried, deep fried, I think. It right? Was, what was it, John? What yeah, they were they were um, they were macaroni and cheese that were shaped into a French fry and then breaded oh. and then deep fried. All right, Post called it the best thing, and I have no grudge against the Post. The Daily News also covered it, and they said it was the best thing they'd ever eaten. And what happened to that product? So uh, we made a conscious effort to discontinue them this year. You consciously, consciously, you consciously uncoupled. Yeah, you did. You, you Gwyneth Paltrowed me. Well, we, you know, it was one of those things that, um, you know, a lesson that we learned that it was a fantastic product, one we were very proud of. But we realized, in order for us to be consistent and to deliver it excellently on a, on a regular basis was becoming all too challenging. Yeah. So we ran the risk of disappointing some guests. Yeah, so we, like a we felt that we right. would, yeah, we needed a bullpen. You win we some, didn't you have that closer. That's a, it's too bad because the Post loved it. But I tell you, when the Post gets a load of this Papa Rosso, well, they'll botch the story. But the Daily News will call this the best thing at the stadium. Yeah. $12.50 for that? I mean, get, can listen, Gersh, you go out there, you give it your best shot. You know, sometimes you win, sometimes you lose, and sometimes it rains. 
It's, it's, all, it's all true. Yeah. I say, I say swan insane and pray for rain is what I say. Swan? Yeah. No, Spawn. Spawn insane and pray for <laughs> Craig Swan. Baseball. You're talking Craig Swan here. I used to like Craig Swan. He was our starter. He was our number one starter. I remember. Anyway, I remember. so John, now I've got to ask you an even tougher question. Because you're not, you're like a Yankee fan. You go way back to the glory days of 1989 when you and Vinny had box seats in right field. I heard all about it Full in the green room. Yeah. I heard all about it in the green room. But what are the Mets' chances this year? Because we are a Brooklyn paper radio and we can only care about the Mets. What are the Mets' chances? Go. Well, there's a lot of high expectations on the Mets this year. They made it to the World Series last year, so I think about that, yeah. I think um, that anyone who says that they shouldn't get there again would be uh, misleading. And uh, I'm excited. I'm excited for them to, to 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 play out the year, and and hopefully injuries, which are a part of the game, uh, stay away from the Mets. Their starting rotation takes them where they need to go. So um, there's high expectations for them, just like there is for us with our food program. See that? See how he brought it back to the he food did. program? And, I was just, and all I was going to say was, so you're saying the Yankees don't have a shot? Uh, well, I hope the Yankees win. I am a Yankee fan as well. So uh, As well. They've, huh? got, they've got a lot of work to do. Yeah. I, do you have any guts? You're sitting over there. You're a Yankee fan and a Met fan. Earlier you are telling me you like the Rangers and the, and the Islanders and the Knicks. And, I mean, where, where's the gut check time? It's gut check time. Gun is to your head. Down and dirty, John. A gun is to your head. Yankees and Mets, Mets in the Mets World Series. Mets and Yankees series. are in the World Series. It's Game 7. Who are you rooting Who you for? Yeah, who's, who's going? Because well, I want to see the Mets and Yankees in the World Series. I will tell you that if they're at City Field, I'm going to root for the home team. No. <laughs> if they're at City Field, you're going to root for extra innings so people buy more pizza. That's right. <laughs> but forget about it. We, that was a good, we talked about before. Let's ask that question about when are people like eating food at the yeah, ballpark? Yeah. Like, this is just very interesting to us because, I mean, you guys are you're going through a lot of product, but how do you know... Like when to expect like seventh inning stretch is do people that's a big time that's gotta you know, be a big time or yeah. when they're singing the uh, when they're singing God bless America nobody's around how does it work yeah no that's a great question um, typically gates open two hours before game time with the exception of um, particularly busy games like opening day or playoffs oh, yeah. and World Series so there's a one o'clock game normally eleven o'clock gates open but in this case Friday's opener they open at ten thirty wow. people don't eat right literally right out of the gate, but they'll start to queue up at the stands, any of the stands, sometime around an hour and a half to two hours before game time. Wow. Did, you so just say, did you just say queue up, by the way? Correct. Yeah, that's British, but keep going. I like so it. Once, uh, once that happens, you, you get a pretty steady flow until first pitch. Uh, but just prior to first pitch, get, uh, the guests will, the fans will sort of find their seats and then there'll be a little bit of a lull. So there's a lot of opportunity to capture a lot of people just prior to first pitch, and then back again around the third inning. That's another time that they uh, um, they start to uh, congregate. But and then also, again, like, like Vinny was saying, the seventh inning. But if, but if the Mets are doing well, they're a good team this year, say they... They're getting big crowds, so we know you're going to sell more. But if they're good, do, do a lot of guys go to the game and say, "Ah, the Mets is so good. Let's get an extra beer and pizza because we're just loving the, you know, we're loving life." And if the Mets are bad, you're like, oh, "I'm not going to now. I got to pay eight dollars for a pizza? No, no. I'm just bringing a sandwich." Like, well, you experience that a little? Yeah, we do. When when people are people are in a good spirits, they they tend to purchase things more often than when they're not. That's a retail law. That's like the Bible of retail. Make people feel good. Yeah, you gotta make them feel. That's why you go into American Apparel and they're playing like the Rolling Stones. Down, 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 and suddenly you're pulling down stuff off the shelves. I was there with my daughter, Jimmy. They're playing the Rolling Stones. And she's like, and I love let's it. buy that. I love this song. <laughs> buy me that. Daddy. Can you play the Rolling Stones at the pizza at Paparosa? Um, I myself <laughs> cannot, but 
but perhaps the Mets can. Well, it makes me so you have now. You guys are located. Most of your stuff is out near center field. Is that is that how that works? Out Correct. There, in an area we call Taste of the City. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I got to ask Ooh. a tough question, John. You know that they sell pizza at City Field. It's called Two Boots. Now I'm a Brooklyn guy. And I said it's I would a, have it's a Brooklyn the, place, right? I would do the taste test. Papa Rosso is definitively better than Two Boots. I can say that now. But you, excuse me, that was a burp <laughs> from, from the beer. But you took you took one of Two Boots' stands out in center field, right? Yeah, last year the Mets had asked us if we would uh, if we would be interested in making pizza, and that that area was was in the past occupied by two. That's a win win for fans, as far as I'm concerned. I've tried Paparosa, and remember you can follow them at Twitter at Paparosa Pizza, which I just saw in the box. There you with go, Vince's arms. So I think that's a win win for fans. Because Two Boots is still in the stadium. They're just yeah, yeah, elsewhere. Yeah. And now you got center field. It's Danny Meyer. Now, John, tough question. Is it true what they say about Danny Meyer? Well, it depends on what they say. Well, they say all these nice things about him. Like, he's a genius. He's a great businessman. He's a great boss. He's He knows food. He knows how to offer unique dining experiences. Customer service is really big with him. Is that true? Yes. See, it is true. See how it's, easy that was? It's true. Amazingly, was? I thought that was amazingly a tough question. Amazingly so. He has an amazing palate. Um, he's able to see things around a corner in the hospitality field. It's uh, it's very impressive that each and every time I'm around him and bear witness to what he says, how he how he operates. It's pretty fantastic, and it's a privilege to work not only for him but for the many other uh, folks All right, in now the it's organization. Getting, now it's getting puffy. Now it's getting, but, but so he sees around corners. What's cu- what's the next trend in dining that you can reveal? exclusively on Brooklyn Paper Radio that Danny told you not to tell anybody. What is the next thing? <laughs> oh, I don't have I don't I don't have anything to say to that, but I will tell you that, you know, one of the things we've all seen and you know, maybe you have, maybe you haven't is that there is this really really uh, strong desire for folks to uh, participate in the fast casual concepts. The fast casual. Which What does that even mean? I don't even know what that means. Fast casual, Gersh, come on. That's like me in bed. Come on. What does that mean, fast casual? Well, it's also known as, as fine casual, whereas, you know, you have fine dining where fine casual would be a lot of great attention being placed to things at a lower price point. Like Applebee's? Are we talking about Applebee's? No, no, no. I, it sounds uh, like he's talking about Applebee's, Vince. No, i.e. a Shake Shack or oh, okay. any of these other, you know, food concepts or restaurants that typically don't have executive chefs or oh, florists or maitre d's but you're getting a really great product for lunch perhaps for 10 12 bucks that's not bad now like listen that. we've done we've done a lot of talk about danny meyer we've done a lot of talk yeah. about, now john has a brooklyn background you, you, you don't know this we don't bring people on the show for just no reason you well, know i mean if they bring pizza we put them now, on the what, show one of the things i want to point out first of all john was born in brooklyn obviously second of all where'd you go to school tell him so uh, in Brooklyn, yeah, Saint Agathas. No, where'd like you go making, to school? It sounds like he's making this up. Where'd you go to school? College. Where'd you go to college, John? Oh, New York City Technical College. Oh, and where's that located? About four blocks from where no, we're sitting. No, yeah, no, four blocks. It's located right across the street. I'm looking at in it. In beautiful downtown Brooklyn. America's downtown, Gersh. I think you forgot to say that. At I the did. Of the show. But it, the Brooklyn Paper Building is literally across the courtyard from. New York City Tech. Now he didn't even, and the point is, he didn't even recognize. It. He's walking around there. Mm-hmm. He doesn't even mm-hmm. recognize. It. Last time he was down, he was wait. When was the last time you were at the Tech? Uh, about three weeks ago. There you go. Didn't even <laughs> recognize it. Didn't I can't believe you didn't tell us to go back for a second. I can't believe you didn't tell us the big secret because I think the next big thing in dining. You ready for this? Ready for this, Jimmy? Primate waiters, monkey waiters. Mm. No. Did Danny that. ever talk to you about that? No. 
Can you, that I, hasn't come if up. you can hear the sound of my voice, 718-260-4502. Call in. We'll get some investors. Primate waiters. I don't think it's going to work. Hell yeah. There you go. I don't think it's going to work. I don't, why not? I don't think it's going to work. All right, work. last question because we got to get out and pay some bills. Yeah. John, my yes. girlfriend is asking me, and she's a very lovely woman who enjoys baseball, which is big. That's not, it's a big And deal. she enjoys stadium food. She loves when we you buy her, um, we go to Yankee Stadium every once in a while against my wishes, but she loves that Lobel sandwich. It's a steak sandwich at Yankee Stadium. Very reasonably priced, priced and delicious. I'm not sure it's reasonably priced. No, it's like 16 bucks, but it's an it's amazing sandwich. It's, so, not, it's not reasonable. John, what's the equivalent for you? What's your favorite City Field product, even if it's not one of your Danny Meyer specialties, that you think is a good value for the buck that I can say to my girlfriend, no, no, we can go to City Field. I love you, honey. We can go to City Field. We, we can see the Mets and not the Yankees. No, well, that's a tough question. That, that's what I do. That's, that's a tough question. We put you on the spot. Um, favorite food? So what's my favorite food mm -hmm. at the ballpark? Well, I, I have to be honest with you. When I when, and maybe it's because of you know where I came from and how I was raised. But when I go to a baseball game, yeah. I have to have a hot dog. Yeah, I know what he's talking about. I have to have. And, a and hot quite dog. frankly, I went to this event quite last frankly, week. Quite, quite frank frankly, quite frankly, frankly, I relish this conversation. <laughs> it's fantastic. No, let me catch up. I'm you're, you're just a little ahead of me. So, keep talking because you're not cutting the mustard right now. I'm not. <laughs> Frankly, I went but to. You do have a nice pair of buns. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. I'm out here. I'm all here all week. Go tell your story. Good. Thank you. Thank you. What I was going to say was we went to the, the event last week. There's all this food. John went and grabbed the hot dog. I watched him. I saw yeah. it happen. No, he's absolutely right. There's something about baseball and hot dog. Now, but that segues into my last question, toughest question of all. Uh-oh. So you guys post calorie counts because you're like a big chain, right? You have calorie counts up there. We do not oh, you don't. post calorie counts. All right, but say you did. I mean, I know your, your pizza, eating one of those personal pan pizzas, whatever, it's going to be like 700, 800 calories, maybe even more. If you actually posted those calorie counts at a, at a baseball stadium, do you think anybody would care or they're thinking, ah, I'm at the game, give me a, give me a shake and a pizza? I don't know what the well, accent was. But, I mean, yeah. I, think, I think people are a lot more conscious of what they're taking in, but I th also think that if they're coming to a baseball game, um, they know what they have a good idea what they're going to expect. Not to say you could need a little more light and buy a salad. We offer a couple of great salads in our El Verano concept, which are Mexican themed but have a lot of great flavor. So we'd like to say that we have something that we can offer for everyone that's at different calorie points. But you know, first and foremost, we need to make sure it's delicious. That's there you the go. And you know how you make a salad delicious? You put a, you put a little bit of blue cheese dressing on oh, it. I love that blue cheese dressing. All right. And then you can say it's just a salad. It's doctor, a salad. Doctor says you need to lose five pounds. I'm like, Doc, I'm just eating salad, and Johnny. And fried chicken on it. All right, John, you're a great guest, but hold on. We've got to pay some bills. I'm going to come back and talk a little bit about uh, whether one should eat a Paparoso pizza with a fork, like John Kasich did. Johnny, you got that video? Can you show that video? Show while? that video while we do this commercial. All right. <clears throat> Let me start in. But, John, we'll kind of come back to you we'll talk about pizza with a fork.